Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. live welcome everyone it's cj it is monday july the 25th yes you have me here today v is tied up in meetings all day and i wanted to make sure it worked just because the audience always asks they say hey is jet gonna be on is jet gonna be delivering another another one of his the outer limits and i said of course we'll make it happen i apologize my morning went sideways i was chasing it got caught up and 2 p.m. afford us the opportunity to go live. With that being said, Jet, welcome to another ep episode and another edition of The Outer Limits. So I turn it over to you, sir. Uh, thanks, CJ. And uh, yeah, that's interesting. I think a lot of people might ask, is Jet Blake even still alive from week to week? <laughs> that, might be, <laughs> that might be the better question. <laughs> well, well, you know, I mean, nowadays you have to with you know, people falling over for, you know, perfectly healthy 25 year olds, you know? So yes, it is a day-to-day -day question. Right. I think the number one cause of death nowadays is labeled unknown. <laughs> unknown. Yep. unknown. TBD to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're getting close in this series laying the foundation for episodes seven and eight. And I, they might be referred to as the infamous episodes seven and eight. It, depending your perspective and how you look at it, because it the material gets heavier and heavier as far as conceptualizing what I'm trying to explain, uh, field theory in relation to the holographic universe, how life functions, how reality functions. And let me, I'll just make this, quick statement years many many decades ago when i heard about holographic universe i thought well that's at, at face value i thought well that's kind of a slap in the face as far as the ancient texts the divinity hebrew aramaic greek scriptures for example that's only because i didn't understand that statement so when i talk about a holographic universe that is not an insult by any means it's not to take away by any means uh, individuals uh, face their faith or their conception of ancient texts and philosophies because i refer to those scriptures and ancient texts all the time what happens is 
my knowledge improved, my wisdom and insight to where I understand the holographic universe. And that is how life works. It's actually ingenious. And I come from the background where I do believe we're here through intelligent design, that there is a divine, a source, a dynamic energy. I do not believe we got here through a series of accidental events in an evolutionary process to where we have the complexities today. So I wanted to get that kind of uh, out in the open. But to continue from last week, when I did my screen share, once we got that established on how to do that on, on the show, this is a little bit of review, and I have the fundamental, basically, shape of our universe and the concept of counter space. Or ancient texts, you might refer to a statement, heaven, that's probably one and the same. I just happen to use the, the term counter space. So here we have this toroidal or donut shape, which represents uh, magnetism. And the counterpart of magnetism is the dielectric, or it would be this hyperboloid, which is an hourglass shape. And last week's discussion, I mentioned if we were to shrink down and down and down and down and go to beyond 10 to the minus 33rd power, we would reach uh, an event horizon or an ability to enter counter space, which would be inside this hourglass or hyperboloid. And the density, I shared some of the math and formula, the density of counter space, or ancient texts refer to heaven, is phenomenal. It would be 10 to the 93. So you'd have one by 94 zeros or 10 with 93 zeros after it. I don't know what that number is. No one knows. But here I have this marker uh, feature coming out of a small aperture between the dielectric, which is counter space, this hyperboloid hourglass at this pinch point, and this massive uh, donut, this magnetic field where our universe exists coming out of that, that small hole in counter space and it would be in a counterclockwise motion eventually you reach the surface let's say of this toroidal donut magnetism and we exist in this plane on the surface of this donut. Well, what's interesting is once the energy or data coming out of counter space, it's porting out of counter space clockwise motion and it's amplified and creates this magnetic field, which we exist in our universe. This energy and data coming from counter space interacts with us. In this particular example, if we look at our planetary system, it would react with organics, carbon-based organics, humans, plants, animals. Our DNA structure, the original DNA 
structure has antennae to where our DNA, DNA can receive and transmit information. So in our case, human, plant, or animal, we have DNA receptors where we're designed that we can receive this energy with data attached to it that came from counter space. Now it's in our realm of reality in this magnetic field where we exist. What's supposed to happen, and it does happen, is, is you and I, plants and animals, with, with this DNA, we're existing here on this plane of existence in this magnetic field. We're processing what we call life in our reality. We're processing this incoming energy and data. Well, we process it every time we eat a meal. We process it when we take in a deep breath and we exhale. When we see a beautiful sunrise, sunset. When we engage in conversation with other humans. When we're tending the plants, maybe in the garden. Interacting with our favorite pet. Cat, dog, snake, gerbil, fish, turtle, whatever it might be. And part of this engagement is internally, and this could be personal to where only we know, this incorporates our behavior, our actions, our thoughts. So if we're all alone, minding our own business, or we're at a state of meditation, we're connecting with nature, maybe we're on a mountain bike, bicycling, on, on a hike, rock climbing, canoeing, kayak, on the beach, fishing, we're interacting with nature. We still have thoughts. We still have reactions, even though it's just us by ourselves. These thoughts could be intimate. Our, our behavior could be intimate. We could be in a beautiful lake and we find a flat rock and we skip it and we count how many skips before it sinks in. No one was, was around to experience that, but we were. Whatever type of reaction we have on a daily basis, uh, in and on this magnetic field, once we have those thoughts, observations, those experiences, what we do is our DNA pings those thoughts and experiences back out in a clockwise motion back into counter space. That same pinch point from which that energy and data came from. So technically, it creates an infinity loop. It comes out of counter space and then eventually works its way back into counter space. It's an infinity loop. And we're part of this infinity loop. It's impossible not to be. Later, I'll get into episode seven and eight. I, I'll just give a a heads up or a, a, pre a preview. The point that eventually I'm going to get to is the degree of, of intelligence or what entity exists in counter space and the type of the density and the energy, which is undefinable. If you and I, uh, any of us live, say we vector to project to live forever, we would never ever come to understand completely the scope and magnitude of counter space. And that's not a bad thing. In fact, that probably uh, 
I'm fully convinced that's part of the reason for life and the fact that we can never know ultimately every aspect, the scope, magnitude, the beauty, the knowledge and wisdom in counter space is if we are consciously able to be engaged forever for all eternity, we will never run out of a purpose or existence to exist because we'll, we'll forever be gathering knowledge about this counter space. I firmly believe this is hypothetical, but if we ever got to a place where we knew everything in counter space, then basically we've reached a dead end or there'd be no reason for further existence. You'd have to close the chapter on existence, but the way this is designed, it would never happen, which I mean, to me is a good thing. But when uh, information circles back in this infinity loop, back in the counter space, there's a data dump. So that energy and data that comes out of counter space passes through us and then reports back in the counter space. My question that I'm throwing out, and that's what episode seven and eight really get deep. What kind of data, what kind of energy and data that exits us enters counter space? Can't hide anything from counter space. So what's being downloaded, what's being reported back? That's a good question to ask because if in counter space, it's based on the supreme emotional qualities. I know it might sound hokey, but such, such as love, wisdom, kindness, goodness. If what's passing through us being reporting back in has any type of negative frequency vibrations or data that's not sanctioned or condoned in counter space, would counter space want such data on a continual basis to be entering and being recorded? I think we know what the answer probably is on that question. So I wanted to bring this illustration up in a little refresher of, of last week, but to give you this visual. Now, the secret to this pathway between counter space, let's see if I can, Blow it up a little bit. The secret between how does data transfer this energy from counter space into our field, this magnetic field, this donut, and then how does it report back into counter space? It's done because of the water molecule. This is an ancient secret that has been recorded for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years. It's in ancient artifacts. It's in hidden language, poetry, drawings, paintings. And throughout the centuries, millenniums, the true information about the water molecule and the importance of, of water has been hidden for mankind. I don't think that that's, that's correct. I think a lot of uh, secret societies, fraternities, sororities have this information. And if you're in the club and jump through their particular hoops, they share it with you. But this should, should have always been shared with humanity in general. It's not. So you, you go to school, 
Western world education, you're taught the basics of water and that's it. And in chemistry class or in science, you move on when literally water is the most important structure and plane that connects us to counter space. It is it. But it's, it's least talked about. And mankind's very ignorant how water works. We're kept in the, in the dark. If you look at water, as you see here, typical uh, textbook drawing or look up Wikipedia, something of that nature, you'll see the, the typical Mickey Mouse. You have the oxygen. This isn't in scale, of course, but the oxygen being the larger molecule and then the two hydrogens. So water's bipolar, meaning it has a negative charge, the oxygen end, you see here, and then the two hydrogens have a positive charge, so it's bipolar. But it'll show a bond angle of 104.5 degrees between these two hydrogen. Well, we call that, in field theory, we call this bulk water, B-U-L-K. An analogy, uh, it's crude, but it'll, it'll get the general point across. Bulk water with this configuration is basically like a weak battery. And I've mentioned that before in Discord and my videos and on this show. Yep. A, a weak battery, you know, if you have it in a flashlight or a cordless drill, it's just the, the tool doesn't perform at its best. It doesn't perform according to its engineer capacity, the flashlight, the drill. But if you energize water, uh, which I've been working on for years and develop technologies, Energized water is when you're able to increase the bond angle to 108 degrees instead of 1.5. So you're spreading the hydrogen further apart. Still kind of looks the same like Mickey Mouse with its ears, but see how they're further apart. When you, when you do this, water now becomes energized. The same water molecule, this, this becomes like a brand new battery, freshly recharged battery. And we know how the flashlight drill operates with a fresh battery. It operates at optimal performance, optimal performance. So if you're a human plant or animal, you don't have to be sure like Holmes to figure this out. How do you think you would perform as a human if you had this water, bulk water or energized water? Well, it's obvious that access to energized water in organic would operate optimal performance, just like that drill or flashlight. Problem is, most of humanity, this is what we have in our system, bulk water. While we're functioning like that drill, barely rotating, or the flashlight barely illuminating that bulb, Maybe you can see two or three feet in front of you. That's mankind right here. And we have a lot of stress and disease where our cells are at dis-ease. That's not the case if we had access to this on a regular basis. Plants, animals, same thing. Function optimal with energized water. Why do we not have this on a regular basis when ancient Texts and storylines mention that originally mankind did have access to this kind of water. 
and life and reality was much different than it is now when this is the bulk water is what we're exposed to. So the reason why I bring this up in geometry, let me blow this up a little bit. Uh, I might do this. Here we go. This is, this is a uh, pretty famous isosceles triangle. So an isosceles triangle, going back to your junior high, high school years, is a triangle where two sides have equal length. So this particular shape is part of the sacred geometry, this isosceles triangle. And in this shape here, that I'm highlighting in yellow. I'm using my mouse pad, so it's a little shaky here. Trying to... I was one of those kids that had a hard time staying in, in the lines with the coloring book. <laughs> so here in yellow, you see the outline of this tri triangle. You have your 108 degrees right here. And then you have 36 degrees here, 36 degrees here. No matter how you subdivide this triangle, 108, 1 plus 0 plus 8 equals 9. Go over here, 36 degrees, 3 plus 6 equals 9. If you cut the 36 in half, 18 degrees, 1 plus 8 equals 9. And Bisect 108, you have 54. 5 plus 4 equals 9. It's always 9. There's a reason for that. Think of that. Keep that in mind later. This is very important. And right here at the base, we have a 90-degree angle. 9 plus 0 is 9. Always 9 showing up. There's a reason for that. Well, what happens is this sacred geometry, this famous isosceles triangle, the ancients that have this in various configurations, drawings, statues, artifacts, poetry, it's been hidden all along. But what they're showing is, what they've always shown is energized water. So right here at the A, this is the oxygen. Then we switch over here. B, here's the hydrogen. And C, here's the second hydrogen. Voila. There's energized water. 108 degrees, oxygen, the two hydrogen. Water's always been the sacred molecular structure. Can we live without water? No. Can plants? No. Animals? Nope. Marine? No. If you're an organic and you have any level of consciousness, you have to have water to sustain your existence. Plants have a level of consciousness, not like ours. Animals do to a greater extent than plants and ours being higher than animal. I mean, nowadays, some people maybe disagree with that <laughs> or they'd rather be with animals. Than, than humans, but uh, 
water is the medium. It's the vehicle. This is showing just in, in visualization in geometry. Water is the medium where data communication exists between counter space, the dielectric, and our reality, the magnetic field, which is where the universe exists. It's water. Always has been. What I want to show, let's see. If you take water, I'll do this again. If you take mathematics and Pythagorean and so forth, you have your oxygen here, and then you have your two hydrogen here. You, you can subdivide that triangle right here. And water is able to shrink down, shrink down, shrink down in a fractal until it gets to 10 to the minus 33, breaches the event horizon and enters counter space. So water has the ability to vector, to corkscrew and fractal upon itself and shrink and shrink and shrink and shrink and get smaller down to that tiny 10 to the minus 33, 10 to the minus 34 and breach in the counter space. It has that unique ability with its vortex rotation. Let's see. So um, this this might another one here. I'll get to that one in a minute. This might be another illustration to show you. Here at the top, we, in, in general, we have a pentagon shape. But the pentagon, you have this famous sacred geometry, this isosceles triangle. So here's the water molecule when it's at 108-degree bond angle. Right here. But what's interesting is the pentagon is really made up of three of the same isosceles triangle. Here's the other one. See this direction? Down here. It's the same 108 degrees, 36, 36 degree. And then we do it one more time over here. Here's the third one. Of 108 degree bond angle, and then the two adjacent 36 degree. So we have three isosceles triangle, which represents water. That's the fundamental basis of the Pentagon. When you do that, you're left with a triangle here, which is also part of sacred geometry. Another isosceles triangle, but the angles 
still at up to nine. So you'll have your 72 degrees. Seven plus two is nine. Seven plus two or 36. It's always going to be nine. And there's a reason for that. I'll explain as we can continue. So when you when you see different shapes, the the water molecule here of 108, and then as you dissect dissect it into its plane of division. Let me do this. This might help a little bit. Are you able to see the yellow okay? Um, when I, I draw? Yeah, yep. Okay. Yep. So here, here's that water molecule, 108. And then what happens when I talked about the fractal pattern, you can subdivide this isosceles triangle right here. And when you do that, all you've done is a fractal. You, you, you are now shrinking down into another 108 degree by 36 degree triangle. And you can keep spiraling in until you hit 10 to the minus 33 and you've entered counter space. So hopefully that uh, makes sense. What, they, what they're showing here is if you take the same 108 degree isosceles triangle and subdivide it here, same thing. You now have a smaller version of the same 108 degree by 36. So this continues just like the other one. This will continue to spiral down and down and get smaller and smaller until you hit 10 to the minus 33. In either case, whether it's a left, clockwise, counterclockwise, north, south, whatever you want to mention, yin, yin yang, whether the left or right, in both cases, you're always going to have this triangle or pyramid in the middle, 32 degree and 36 still equals nine. So when you see these symbols all throughout the, you know, currency, it's on, it's on the, the money or it's on a military industrial complex or it could be on an automobile. It's a corporate logo. All these different signs and some people doing hand gestures and all this needs all they're doing is the these secret societies or i don't know if they that it's their sense of humor or they're mocking all they're basically saying is they understand that we live in a holographic universe they understand the dielectric the hourglass hyperboloid counter space they understand the magnetic field the donut toroidal that we're in the magnetic part where our reality is, and that they know what I just had mentioned, that energy and data comes from counter space, ports through us, and reports back. They're just with their fancy hand signals and logos on buildings or whatever. They're just kind of in your face showing that they know how this works and that they simply are set up to influence the incoming and outgoing data that we're just basically sheep or cattle that can be steered and heard as they, they're, it's pretty arrogant, but they're devoid of, of 
true spiritual connection. That's a whole nother discussion and topic. Let me do this. Is this the one? No. Yeah, here we go. So let me blow this one up. This drawing helps. Same thing, you have a pentagon. So if I get the yellow marker out here, here's, here's the water molecule, that famous isosceles 108 degree right here. That's one of three. So I'll go ahead and erase that. But in this, it's still always going to add up to nine, no matter how you break this up in a geometrical sense. It breaks up into nine. Here's a shape right here. If you can, I don't know if you're still there, CJ. You're not sleeping on me, are I'm you? I'm here. I'm here. I can see it. Poor CJ gets stuck with me and B gets a break from me. Can you? Okay. Yeah, we can see it pretty clear. Okay. So I just, what's that look like? Does that ring a bell to anything? What I just Star, put in yellow? Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah. Star Trek. So what this is, this is the, this is the symbol for NASA and your different... Uh, space agencies and military and there's deep uh, derivatives of this for corporate logos what is this saying here this is this has been in plain sight all this time so whether it's star trek or a space agency or delta airlines or chevron or whatever these corporate logos that have aspects of this Mercedes, Mitsubishi, whatever. So what this is all part of sacred geometry. It's just basically showing vectors of energy flow that we we exist, all reality and life as we know it exists because it's stemming from counter space. So your question is, what the heck is counter space? Who or what is in counter space that has this endless abundant energy? and the data is attached to it. The data ports out through star systems. The, the sun is basically a transformer, transducer, so electromagnetic frequencies, energy comes out of the sun with data attached to it. And then that data passes through us. We're creatures of light. Um, we need light to sustain animals plants humans we need light you don't do very well if you're in darkness for months and months and years uh, there's great health consequences and um, light contains vital information this is a vector of light and energy coming from counter space into our reality and they know it and they, they work with this energy flow and this vector, and they try to manipulate it. And that's what all these logos are showing. And again, it's kind of in the face to Joe Sixpack, who's drinking his favorite beverage and watching uh, cars go around at 200 miles an hour in an oval track. The, the most, the average person's kind of clueless because they've been dumbed down purposely. The whole idea for the, the system engineers, which comprise, I've always stated, are human and non-human, is to get us disconnected from counter space, to get us to 
not understand the data and energy flow coming from counter space passes through us. What is our obligation? What is the purpose of life? Well, it's to process this energy and this data through us in a manner that is pleasing or acceptable to counter space. If that cycle could be interrupted or corrupted, which I believe this false world matrix is designed to do, then what's leaving us is junk data or unapproved experiences and data that goes into counter space and then counter space eventually has no choice but to scrub whatever source is emitting such junk data. So let me go over here. This is interesting. This is one of the many illustrative drawings, and it's easier with the advent of, of computers and the advanced programming and processing. It's easier to visualize this than trying to do this by hand in the 40s, 50s, early 60s. But this is a Hamiltonian sympletic manifold. So Hamiltonian is a, a way of mathematically looking at manifolds and how they move, flow, fold, whatever term that you want to use. In this particular case, this is an octagon. So you have an eight-sided geometric shape of an oct octagon. But in blue, I'm just picking blue because it's, it's the one that's prominent here. The blue is showing the what I would consider the flow of energy and data from counter space into our reality, this holographic universe, the magnetic field that we live. And then it's inbound, bounces around. So this, this would equal us and our consciousness. This could also equal a plant or an animal, earth in general. But this what represents us, the inbound energy and data. We process it, our behavior, our thinking, and then it ports back out from which it came back in the counter space, that pinch point in the hyperboloid. So it's showing different vectors here. You have the blue, purple, green, there's red. But uh, CJ, if you're still with me, if you look at this overall shape, the blue here, and then it turns into red, what does that shape look like to you? See the blue and the red here? Mm-hmm. Blue and the red. Doesn't it look like an apple? Oh, right there, yeah. See it? Yeah. Yeah. Looks like an apple. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, whether this is accurate or not, if you were to ask the majority of people or you see drawings like at the Garden of Eden and so forth, it always talks about the Eve partaking of the fruit of the tree of knowledge. And a lot of people say, well, you know, they, they ate the apple. Or you have uh, the, uh, I'm being sarcastic, our, our favorite Disney Corporation. It's, you can't see my face, but I'm rolling my eyes. But in these in these cartoon storylines, there's always an apple involved, usually, right? Isn't there? True. Cinderella. Yep, poisonous apple. Yep. Poisonous apple, right? Okay. So what's interesting? The, the apple. What you're seeing here, from physics and field theory, it's a very accurate shape. It's a Hamiltonian. 
manifold display of energy coming in and out. Is there is there a is there a wealthy, a powerful corporation? Oh, just a small one. To, the, that's that maybe originated in the United States, maybe for tax purposes, headquartered or positioned in Ireland. But is there any, anything, any company that this shape has used as a logo? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Who, who, who and then was there a fellow who's in the forefront? There's many involved, four or five guys in the beginning, but the, the main Steve Jobs forefront. Yeah. I, right. You, you got him and then their logo. I think there's in there a bite out of it. There, I think so. Yeah. A bite, yeah. bite out of it. And mm -hmm. kind of with that storyline of maybe Eve taking a bite of the, the apple. Mm. So they're a very powerful Silicon Valley. And then uh, a few episodes ago, I'm trying to tie this in. This is very complicated, but if you connect the dots, the HTTP, the hypertext protocol and the, and the first server of the World Wide Web coming out of CERN was the next computer, which was part of this corporation, the founder out of California. So all I'm trying to say is I'm giving clues throughout this series, but I hope people are following this. That's why I always say take notes and go back. You might have to listen several times. But what they're, what they're showing is reality. When we live, we live in a holographic existence. Reality exists. And our life is connected to inbound energy, electromagnetic frequencies, light, data coming from counter space, and it passes through us. If the system engineers, the powers to be, know the basic principle and the physics behind how life works, based on maybe a divine source creator or God, I'm telling you what they are creating, they already have, and it's improving and it's growing by the day, by the week, by the month, by the year, is they're creating an artificial electromagnetic pathway like this apple here, but it's with their data, their light, their signature to directly influence, compromise, create their reality instead of the reality that we should be creating that comes from counter space. They're trying to hijack, CJ, they're trying to hijack the cycle of how the holographic universe works and cut off data coming from counter space, which you'd say God sourced the divine, and replace it through a Silicon Valley technology, a 4G, 5G, 6G, 7G system that's on its way and pass right through us because we are a water-based, carbon water-based biological computer. They're trying to get their data to come to create a false reality where they're God. They captivate the essence of what life is in reality. Wow. The question is, do they have that right? Just because they figured out how field theory works, 
do they have the right to play God? Do they have a right to influence that we're organic water-based biological computers? Do they have the right to influence the incoming data and get us to behave and react different than counterspace intent? That's the real question. It's always been the real question. This, this is getting into heavy territory. That's why it takes uh, weeks, this six series lesson, just to get the foundation to unload on episodes seven and eight, which really explains what's always been going on. But we're, we're at a final point in mankind. I don't have to tell you this. You're, you're, you've, you've got the intel, anyone that's listening to your, your shows and your platform, you and V and the, the guests that you have, aren't stupid people. They're not the NPCs, non-playable characters that are just robotically going through life. But in, in this audience, you, you've got to realize, con connecting the, the dots, that we're on the home stretch to where the technology is so advanced by these system engineers, which do not have mankind's best interests, they're opposing the divine this dynamic energy, ultimate source, they want to become that figure. They're getting to a point where they are about to complete capturing all humans in the human reality to where we will never be able to connect to counter space and source again. unless something comes in and thwarts the plan. That's how advanced their te te technology is. They're very close to having complete 100% lockdown hijacking all of humanity. And then they've spilled over into plants and animals. So my, my, my thoughts, I, I don't want to get into my, my personal thoughts in, on public airwaves and, uh, I, I don't know. I don't think I have that right anyway. I don't. I don't really want to influence, steer it any one way or the other because I'm not claiming that I know everything, uh, 100%, and I've got everything locked down. I don't want to be arrogant like that. But there, there has to be an event coming. The ancient texts talk about. We keep hearing a reset. You know, you've got the World Economic Forum, the Klaus Schwab type, the central bankers, and. Uh, some of the strongest corporations, probably owned by all the same people, if you do a deep dive in it. They're talking about a reset, but also the ancient texts talk about a reset. So it's like there's two resets going on. Which one's going to win out? I'm of the understanding that it's it's got to be the counter space. That's the oldest. That's the original. That The magnitude of the power, knowledge, and wisdom is undefinable. The system engineers here with these corporations, this is extremely definable. Some of these corporations aren't even 60 year old. They're not even 60 years old yet. But counter space has always existed for all eternity, infinity. So I think obviously the, the, the one in counter space, who and what, and I have my thoughts on that, reading ancient texts, who and what is in counter space, uh, that they can't be defeated. They're always victorious, but they have a 
format a plan that's always best for life. And it's, it's one of promoting, expanding life and based on love. And I think love is, it's a, it's a hokey term. I hate to say that, but I, at the undefinable level in counter space, it's, it's a great honor magnitude that's always going to win out, but we're being tested right now as they roll out technologies and they have media and they have certain storylines. Just look at the last two and a half, almost three years now. I don't need to mention what it is, but we know what I'm talking about. That could be a scenario where uh, individually, where do we stand as far as our allegiance at a, at a spiritual level as far as how life works, who and what's responsible for life? And are we willing to historically change the natural order? It's the DNA that we've had for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Are we willing to put all that aside and accept technologies from corporations that maybe are 60, 120 years old, things that they own IP patents on, and they have this godlike persona and arrogance about them? Are we willing to use our free will and willingly sign a contract, sign a waiver, a liability form, and allow these technologies to change the essence of who we are. This, this, it's happening right now. It's already started. So this isn't something like we have the luxury of kicking around over the next 10, 20, 30 years over coffee and a donut to discuss. It's happening right now. And I think for some, it's already too late. They've already, like in the, in the, Dis, the Disney movies, I'm not a, obviously not a fan of Disney, but usually the premise is, is once you take a bite of that apple, it's too late. It's usually the premise, right? Because the poison or whatever, the deed's been done. Right, right. So, we, uh, CJ, we have a lot of apples coming our way, and they always have been. It's, it's been TV, movie, music, um, currency, which is a vector. It's an energy vector, currency, money, salaries, investments. These are all part of a, a world matrix that's not sanctioned coming from counter space. It's coming from these system engineers. And in a sense, all these different vectors of this fake reality, like a, that clever movie, The Truman Show, is just one example. Um, individually, how, how many bites have we inadvertently, knowing or unknowingly, how many bites of this apple have we already taken? where we've been contaminated in a, a false reality that's kept us from really being the true spiritual creatures we're designed to be. I think that that's the conversation that everyone should be having instead of warring over one another or bickering over Ford versus Chevy or some uh, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial. Th this is the conversation we should all be having, but it's shut down, as you know, in social media and no one wants to talk about it. And that's extremely dangerous to not engage. Or if we're so far gone that even these topics don't interest us, then you know it's too late. That the toxins or poisons of all these bites into this artificial reality has done its job. There's no turning back. And we might have family members, friends, workmates, neighbors, where we, we get that feeling. We, we can't engage in any, any of these conversations. They're too far gone. 
I, I see a lot of that and it just saddens me. Yeah. So true. Absolutely. Well, we're up about the, about the hour, but did, did these, uh, did these drawings and the, the geometry help a little bit for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. The visuals okay. are definitely beneficial uh, for the information and uh, what you're stating and to have some type of re representation. I'm much more of a visual type person. Yeah, I, I, I was hoping that that's that's the um, the case, and I wanted to let you know that when when you see a lot of these ge geometrical shapes, uh, uh, a lot of this has been hijacked by these secret orders, these private societies, and. Uh, it doesn't necessarily, you know, if you see this star here that's in purple or you see this pentic, it doesn't always have to have a negative demonic connotation. But if it does have that flavor to it, all that's simply saying is there's a right way to have energy flow and a holographic reality. And then there could be a way where they layer on top like a virus, they hijack a very ingenious design by source or divine, but they simply understood the physics behind it. Then they hijack their own satanic or demonic reality on top of it. It's not necessarily these geometric shapes that are bad. It's, it's up to us to recognize the incoming data and energy that affects us personally. We have to be the, the police agent as to whether if if we're watching television movies we're listening to music we're engaging in conversation or our thought we're the ones that are going to have to police internally wait a minute wait a minute is this vector coming in is it from counter space or is it from the the bad guys let's say and then based on if you can identify where that data and energy is coming from then you know, is that particular geometric shape, is it drawing you closer in a spiritual sense of counter space, or is it pulling you into that black Rubik's cube, that one through eight uh, matrix? That's why the Silicon Valley is based on one through eight binary ones and zeros. The nine, the disappearing nines that, um, if I go back to here, one last, and then I'll, well, let me do this. Because we're at the, at the hour. The one through uh, nine sequence, here's what happens. Zero, zero represents the southern hemisphere of the hyperboloid, counter space. And it's coming counterclockwise. Zero is incoming energy and data. Then when it gets to this plane of inertia here, the magnetic field, it enters us and we process it as, as we should. But we got to watch out for incoming data that's not coming from counter sport, counter space, the bad guys. Watch out for that. But once it passes through us, our thoughts, actions, behavior, and it goes this direction in the northern hemisphere, this is what number nine represents the disappearing nines. So zero is when the data and energy is inbound from counter space. 
The number nine, the disappearing nines, means the data and energy we've already processed. It's leaving us and disappearing back into counter space to report. Did that help or confuse <laughs> I think I got it. You think I got it? Okay, so yeah, just remember on the numbering system, zero represents inbound coming in, hits us, we process it. Nine is a vector showing that the data is going to go back to counter space and report. What do you want to say? God, divine source, that enormous reality that's in counter space? That's what nine represents. So when it's disappearing nines, that's because it's leaving our reality and it disappears into counter space. I can talk more about it like next week, but I'll just leave that. I can't tell if, if, if what the text messages have been. You've probably been, I don't know. If yeah, no, it. love it. Lots of great <laughs> feedback in the chat room. I'm reading it right now. Interesting. Uh, love it. Uh, this is very fascinating though. So I think again, just, I think the visuals help immensely with just understanding versus just straight uh, communication and, and, yeah. and just verbal, um, the visuals are, are very impactful. Uh, so I know, I know I enjoyed it. It makes, okay. it makes a lot of sense. Um, we can definitely continue the conversation over in the, uh, Jet Blake Rogue discord. discord channel. Absolutely. So we can, we can definitely do that. And, uh, Jet want to thank you for, again, just a wealth of information. And I look forward to next Monday and hopefully, hopefully V can join us as well. What, what about that? Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really enjoy the rogue news platform. Um, UV and all the other regular guests that you have. I'm, I'm honored to be part of it and that you gave me the Monday slot. So yeah, I look forward to, to next week. Absolutely. Absolutely. There you have it, everyone. Uh, Jet Blake, another edition. And don't forget the outer limits on Mondays. We usually target, try to target for 11 a.m. Eastern standard time, uh, but we usually will post any updates in regards to our show times. Again, on the Rogue News Discord, send me an email if you want to get access to it. Send me an email at cj at roguenews.com. And don't forget, go over to roguenews.com. Bookmark that site. Uh, make sure you subscribe. That's where all, all of our content is posted uh, basically the same day. And we do that primarily so that it's censor-free and you know exactly where to go to to listen to our content. Uh, Jet, thank you once again. Until next week, I also want to thank all the listeners, the live listeners for tuning in. And we will be back real soon. Thanks a lot, Jet. Bye-bye.